But the... they're not ready, though, Brian. No, they're. If listen, if they they don't have to be ready. They. I just told you they don't care what we're saying. They they're having their own conversations about taco pizzas and pepperoni and pineapple and potato pizza. Oh, potato pizza sounds good. I'm gonna eat a potato right now. Mm, but so good. But mm-hmm. we we still need 16 likes on last week's video to hit the 300 that Brian set. I'm we, putting it in the chat one more time. If you haven't liked last week's video, I've put the link there. We just need 16 more people, and then we can do the good work this week. You know, and this and is if, the grind. And if you already liked it last week, create a new account and then like it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Miles, as much as I'd like to sit here all day and eat potatoes, I think we need to start the show. Let's do it. This is Potato Games Cast Live, where we film every single Monday, Wednesday, and thank God it's Friday right here on Without Parole, YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern, live, because that's what live means. We're here with you right now, rocking and rolling, top of the morning, every single day, from morning to night, top 25. I don't... My name's Brian Falfinishner right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this gentleman over here on the other side of the pond, uh, probably super late, because time always changes, it's Miles from Miles Dyer Official. Thanks, Brian. It is so hot in the UK today. I mean, and now I've got, I've, I had all the windows open to cool it down, and then I had the studio lights, and then there were flies everywhere. Had to get the vacuum cleaner out, <laughs> and the vacuum cleaner has now heated the room back up again. So all that good work is undone, and I'm now here with all these lights. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a test, but we can do this because we're we're dedicated to the cause, aren't we, Brian? We are absolutely dedicated to the cause. Um, <laughs> make sure, make sure if you don't already subscribe to Miles over on his YouTube channel. Simply youtube.com slash Miles, which is again just really the greatest URL on the face of the planet. So congratulations one on that. Y, one Y Miles, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God, yeah. Make sure you do that, but also make sure you click the uh, you know click the like button down below because you know what we 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 shot for the stars last week and came up a little bit short right let's let's shoot for something a little bit more reasonable this week miles how many likes should we get today i think we should go for 250 like that's that's going to be bold that's going to be a challenge but we're totally totally we can totally do that not this 300 business i I love the ambition Mm. last week brian but that was off the back of doing a live stream with the showcase (laughs) (laughs) which was always going to inject a lot more but, um, yeah, I just love the conversation still about pizza and potato. Maybe we need to change the channel until PSVR 2 is out. I mean, probably. I think a potato podcast would probably be more popular than a PSVR 1 podcast at this point. But everybody, just so you know you're aware, just so you know, and just so you know we know, you're, you've tuned in to the number one PSVR podcast in the world. And don't forget, you can also listen to this podcast on streaming services of your choice. And don't forget that you also have complete access to our Discord free of charge. Click the link in the description below. It's where all the coolest cats hang out. However, if you want to support the channel financially, you can also do that by going to patreon.com slash without parole games. Clicking the $3 a month tier will get your name on that list that scrolls endlessly, hypnotically, three times a week, sometimes more. 
Uh, but also, uh, you can have access to our voice chat in Discord. For $5 a month, you get access to some exclusive videos over on Patreon. Right now, it's just some AMAs. I do an AMA every single month. Uh, we, we, we drop the video game chat, and we, uh, we get personal. Um, not too personal. I'd be, I'd, be down, I'd be down pretty for personal. it, man. But the cats are like super respectful. They're like, we don't know if we should ask this question, so we don't. Um, so uh, so it's cool. You know, maybe one day we'll get so bored we'll talk about stuff that um, that, that no one wants to talk about. <sighs> Plus, I got some Why We Love episodes happening soon for the $5 tier. We're bringing that back. Uh, it wasn't a super popular show, uh, but people said they want it back. So if you really do want it back, prove it. <laughs> uh, Miles, we got, a, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, we do indeed. Uh, what what have you, before we before we jump into it, man? Uh, have you been playing anything good? I have not been doing much this week at all. Uh, as I mentioned last week, this uh, PeepSec event I was doing it launched this week. So as of today, it's finished. The two month project is finally out of the way. So I'm going to be sleeping lots this weekend. Uh, but I've I've done a little bit of VR here and there. So um, I dived into Beat Saber, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, their new DLC. Uh, actually, all the games we're talking about today, I've dived into. But apart from that, bit of Rec Room still. I'm still enjoying that. I even jumped back into the creator mode again, and I just had this random thought one day that I wanted to uh, recreate uh, Wolfenstein 3D, which was the first ever first-person shooter. I played that when I was like seven or eight years old. Um, I don't have any footage on me at the moment, but I'm quite happy with the aesthetics. And if we can do it, I mean, look, we're not going to do the full Wolfenstein. There's not going to be like swastikas and actual Nazis in there. I'm, I think that's against Rec Room's terms and conditions. Uh, but like having a first person shooter space will be kind of cool. But I was just think of it, thinking of it in terms of, you know, if I went back in time to my eight year old self, you know, mm. the first ever first person shooter and like tell that eight year old me, by the way, in 20 years time, this game, you're going to be able to recreate it in virtual reality, in a different game. Like, it is amazing when you look back at how far gaming has come. Uh, so, yeah, no, I've been doing a bit of that, but I've got a massive backlog, which we'll probably talk about on a future episode. Um, Blair Witch Project, I need to jump into. Um, puzzling Places, I've been loving. It's been a really good way to chill. And uh, what's the other game I'm going to be jumping into? <laughs> oh, I still need to finish Wanderer. Wanderer, I still need to finish. I'm, I'm getting near the end. Um, but absolutely loving it. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd love to have a, a great deep dive conversation with you about Wanderer after you're done. Um, maybe potentially even like maybe film a Why We Love episode so we can do like something spoilery. We can talk about that. It'd be really nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what have you been playing, Brian? Dude, I, I can't I can't lie, man. Ever since, and I think I probably said it a couple times already this week, but ever since uh, GameSec put out their, their video of every single Neo Geo game ever released, uh, like I mean, those those are just my favorite because because then it, it it feels like they've taken a collection and then just like thrown it out there for you. Um, and so like I don't know if any if you've ever seen a picture of somebody's video game collection or somebody's movie collection or whatever, the first thing you do is like zoom the fuck in and be like, oh, what do they have? You know that kind of thing. Yeah. And so being able yeah. to sort of just like see this collection, you know, and and see gameplay and in, in, in somebody's thoughts on each game, one after another, after another, after another, uh, it made me immediately. 
dive back in and play some Neo Geo games and, and find some hidden gems that I wasn't sure what didn't even know existed. Because Neo Geo, I mean, like you, it's just the TurboGrafx 16, right? You think Neo Geo, you think one-on-one fighters. You think TurboGrafx 16, you think you know shoot 'em ups. But there's so many titles for both of those consoles that no one ever talks about outside those genres. Um, and I'm just I'm just such a retro gamer when uh, when when there's nothing happening in PSVR or the or the VR world. Um, and so that's what that's what I immediately re- revert back to. Awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Let's uh, let's let's get this show rolling. But and let's start it off with a viewer takeover question. Don't forget, you guys. You can go uh, join our Discord and leave your viewer takeover questions there. Of course, you can ask them in the chat. But there's no guarantee we're going to see them because there's a lot of you. We appreciate that you're here. Thank you very much. We love you also very much. But if you leave them in our viewer takeover channel, it's way easier for us to spot them, copy and paste them into the show, uh, like we did with or seek is the controller. He wrote hashtag viewer takeover. Do you think PSVR two will have pass through? I mean, passwords kind of become like synonymous with VR. Like it's something that like really can't imagine not having on a on a next gen headset. Do you think PSVR two will have a uh, pass through? What is that? So when you when you first turn on the headset, uh, you will, right. It's it's almost like AR, right? So you'll see cameras that will show you your room, right? right. And so that that's pass through, being able to see past the the headset itself into. into and that's what the new inside the headset cameras are going to be able to do is uh is, is that what it will use yeah yeah it, sh- it should use the same uh cameras that are detecting you know the infrared lights from the controllers uh and so you know pass through so far hasn't been incredibly impressive like i mean on the quest it just looks it looks like you're looking at a, a like a a black and white television from the 1950s right with that just isn't coming in very clear um, but it gets the job done you're like oh i can see that my cat is right here or that there's a piece of furniture right here um but but other than kind of like creating a boundary for yourself um i i, I mean i don't personally have a lot of use for pass-through um maybe if somebody was to make amazing pass-through cameras that showed the world around you very very clearly and was able to implement some sort of AR into your game, uh, you know, like, okay, I can see my room, and now there's a Pokemon running around or something, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but pass-through to me, like, you know, outside of outside of setting up some boundaries, hasn't been particularly useful. I guess that all comes down to the cost of the headset, isn't it? Because uh, although the price of cameras, you know, has come down a lot, um, but it's also about the size of the cameras that are going to be in that headset. Um for me, it's kind of, are they going to look at it and go, how long is this VR headset going to last for? How many years? Can we actually go another five years without that functionality? Um, yeah. I feel like it would be a great thing to do, but um, I don't know. It seems they're going to have so many other features in the headset. They've also said it's going to be slightly lighter, haven't they, than the uh, current yeah. gen? So when And when you consider it's going to have the haptics and everything like that, I mean, already there's a lot of um, consolidation of the hardware. Um, so, yeah. I think that would be the only reason they wouldn't do it. Um, yeah, I can't imagine why they wouldn't. Zombie5150 in the chat says, Great question. I love that feature on Quest 2, being able to double tap and see your surroundings. You can grab things without having to readjust your head strap every single time. Um, that's such... I didn't even think about that. Like the times that I've like, I get a drink of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but again, I'm like, really, do I want to rely on a camera in front of me that's showing me a blurry black and white picture? Or, rather than sure. go... If the quality's bad, yeah. Like this is, this motion is too, too much. Like this is, I'm good. That's all I need. True. Um, so, so I'm not making funny a zombie. I sounds like I'm kind of making funny a zombie. But, uh, but what are you gonna do? Um, it's, 
I, I hope that they come up with good uses for pass through. I've seen some really, really cool things um, in terms of room scale, uh, you know, being able to like really kind of recreate your room and, and, uh, and, and, and setting boundaries. And, and I mean, I think the first one everyone always goes to is T for God, um, which takes it takes the limitations of your room and it lets you basically explore an entire uh, world by walking around and like creatively creating walls and, and allowing you to turn around in real time. Uh, even if you only have like a three, you know, three foot by three foot space, it's pretty, it's pretty creative. Um, that said, you know, pass through, we'll see. We'll see. It's interesting. But let's move on to the real show, man. We got, we got so much other stuff to talk about, like Beat Saber's fourth birthday. Now, Wes and I did talk a little bit on the show on Wednesday about this, but as you guys know, Wes is not the biggest Beat Saber fan, uh, unapologetically <laughs> so, which I sort of love. Um, uh, you, however, Miles, are a much bigger Beat Saber fan. What do you think of these two new songs that, uh, that they gave us for free uh, for the fourth anniversary of Beat Saber over on PSVR? Yeah, so when I saw the promo, um, it's called the Beat Saber Anniversary Remixes. Um, so there's two from the original soundtracks. Um, you got the hundred dollar bills uh, with a Camellia's twist uh, with a two fifteen dollar step as well, um, which is really full on. Uh, and then you've got the Escape Remix, uh, which is uh, Yaroslav Beck, founder of Beat Saber, with Tokyo Machine, who I love, uh, collaborating uh, and. You know, the new mapping team, the new mapping functionality. And yeah, I saw the promo and I thought, this looks full on. And sometimes when you see the full on stuff, I'm like, it looks gimmicky, but is it going to be any fun? Well, I have to say, I jumped in and I, I played them both on Expert and I had an absolute blast. Um, I loved it. Uh, you got Ultra Win, who did the map uh, for the $100 bills. And then you had Connor JC, um, who did it for the Escape Remix. And it's just great to see uh, Beat Games talking openly about their mapping community that they've employed and, you know, really getting them to, you know, push the boundaries of, of map design for this game. So yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. How about you, Brian? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on both counts. Uh, but I think both of the map remaps were great. Uh, I love that they implemented the, you know, all of the new, the new lighting effects, the new, um, you know, the new chains, the new arcs, all of that. Like, and you and I had actually had a conversation a while back when they first introduced these new chains and arcs and everything else, and said, "Well, what are they going to do? Like, with the old songs, are, are they ever going to? Uh, are they going to go back and remap them? And uh, you know, to to kind of take advantage of the things that they've learned over the last four years. And I feel like this is the perfect way." of doing that without alienating all the people who've been working on their high score for those songs for years. Uh, this is, this is, and it feels like a bonus. It feels like they just gave us something for free. So it's, it's sort of satisfying both camps being like, Oh yes, we want these songs, but we want the new mechanics in them and honoring the people who've been playing the game for years. I think this is the perfect balance. That's a really great point because yeah, when I think about the things I really want from beat Saber, one of them, as you mentioned there was, taking these new mechanics which are fantastic and actually retroactively putting them into the old uh, original soundtracks at least um, because I'm sure it's a bit more complicated with the um, DLCs where they've had to sign rights and probably get sign off from the the labels that they've worked with etc um, and sort of just have a legacy mode so you play it with the new ones but they still keep all the high scores but in the legacy mapping Right. That's one way of doing it. I know it's a massive task um, and they're constantly pushing forward as opposed to looking back. But I do think that there's an important case to be made about going back and optimizing tracks with the new models. Because the thing I've mentioned again and again 
is when the OST5 came out with the new lighting system, which is absolutely amazing. Something I love whenever you get a new DLC or original soundtrack is I love mixing and matching the maps with you know different colors and, and different songs. So, for example, I played Linkin Parks in the end in the um, Billie Eilish map, which is the waterfall, and then having it with sort of the glowy orange colors, and it just feels like the Linkin Park in the end music video. <laughs> it just has that kind of vibe. So you can be creative like that. But what happens with the original Soundtrack 5 map is the lights just stay at the bottom and they do not move because, which I find interesting and I'd love the developers to talk about it because what they always said about Beat Saber and this works is you could play any map with any song and the AI would react to the music accordingly and so it would work. For some reason, the new lighting system is actually choreographed specifically so it can't, there's no like automated mode that kicks in. Mm. I think they need to go back and do that. And then the final thing I'd mention, and this relates to something we're going to talk about in a minute with Pixel Whipped, is, and they, they've teased this on, a, on a, a meta showcase, is they need a progression system. I want there to be a multiplayer where they have daily challenges or you just, you know, to get XP. Yep. Um, so the challenge system in the campaign is really great. But once you've done the campaign, there's no real need to go back to it. But bring in those kind of modifiers and challenges like the, you know, do a map with T-Rex arms with as little little movement as possible. Um, you know, all of that would be great. And then with the XP and as you go up levels, you could do a battle pass. That'd be a good revenue stream for them. They teased, you know, the new sort of like um, cosmetics for the sword. But also it means you could have cosmetics for the DLC. So like with the Green Day uh, release, you can actually get a Green Day don't know, guitar around your character or Something, t-shirt. Yeah. And, you know, all these things I'm sure Beat Games are thinking about because the thing is, Beat Games is growing incredibly fast from the looks of things. People go, yeah, but they're a part of Meta. They must have all this funding. But you still have to prove yourself as an organization. And what they've achieved and the rate of growth you're seeing with how many DLCs they're releasing, at, you know, it's pretty much every month now. Um, they're doing a really, really great job for it. And so I'm really excited to see what happens now over the next year. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, especially with the, uh, the all the cosmetics and everything. Uh, any, anything, anything that would cause a carrot to be dangling in front of me and end of a stick where, where I have where I feel like I need an excuse every single day to jump in and do something, be productive, level up my character, unlock something new. Uh, that's, that's just like, you know where the addiction factor comes in where you're like I, I'm, I'm such a completionist i wanted to platinum this game i platinum the game and now i'm like i've fallen off like very very hard over the last couple months uh and luckily I've been getting back on which is you know because of the new content and it's just fun to play um but they for for me i think the biggest thing they need to improve is the multiplayer because really it doesn't feel like a competition right now it feels like i'm just hanging out with like my friends and shooting the shit while we play uh and if you lose you're like okay now I just sit here and watch like and and if you win, you like while other people are dropping out, you almost feel bad because you're like, oh, these people aren't don't even get to play right now, you know. So like, I I feel like there's so many different ways they can go about improving the multiplayer, whereas to make it a feel more like Mario Kart, you know, as Synth Riders has done successfully, uh, and 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 also just make it more fun overall. Plus the plus the backgrounds are you know super super basic. Yes. Right? It, yeah, I do want different background, you know, different designs for even if it was like, you know, obviously you, you want shared experience with multiplayer. You don't want it that you choose a custom map 
which you see and no one else does. So the platform that you're on, that could be what you customize. So is it the stage that you're standing on? Oh, yeah. Is it your backdrop? You have all that sort of stuff. But going to the sort of reason to come back, it's a really specific idea, but this would be the dream for me. Um, the game, uh, flat screen game that came out years ago by the people that made Zombies, was it Dead Nation? They did Alienation. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Alienation, they had this league system. And I might get this wrong, but it was something along the lines of every week you would start in a ranking of like 20 other players around the world. And you built up score points that week. And then at the end of the week, if you were in, the let's say, the top five of those scores, you would then go up to the next division. If you were in the bottom five, you would get relegated unless you're at the bottom in which you stay there. And so every week there would be this competition with people that you're, you know, match with people randomly around the world. You have a week and um, yeah, it would just be, it'd be amazing to do something like that. Something to keep you going again and again. Absolutely, but such a such a great foundation for a great game uh, that I can I only imagine as the team gets bigger and as the uh, the revenue gets bigger and as they keep releasing more DLC, they're going to keep improving this game. I uh, can't wait to see what happens over on PSVR two. Um, also, can't yes. wait to see how those PSVR two controllers feel in my hand because, again, I've said it three times this week. I just need them to be a little a little weighty because that's how I play Beat Saber. I kind of use the controller's weight in my favor, kind of bounce them up and down whenever I need to. Uh, So we'll see, man. We'll see. Very much looking forward to that. Dude, that's not the only update we got this week. We also got an amazing update from Pistol Whip. Uh, Pistol Whip gave us the contracts update, which is not new songs, new tracks, new new campaigns, new anything like that. It is a completely different uh, type of update. Uh, Miles, can can you can you explain possibly better than the PlayStation blog did uh, what? <laughs> Dude, how, I was reading. It. I was reading the. I was reading. <laughs> Sorry, did they did they do a did they do a PlayStation blog post? Oh, I think it's probably the same thing. I think they just copied oh, and pasted. It. Okay, because I was saying I I read it on the Oculus one, and that I didn't make sense. So yeah, yeah, I I've read it so many times, and I feel like have I um, I've learned more from just diving into it myself i kept reading it going i'm i'm actually knowing less each time i read it (laughs) um so yeah look to sort of summarize it okay so there's a few things before we get to the contracts mode um they've added new brawler weapons which are like for melee combat so you've got like a little pick you've got um i think you just got like machetes i've not actually used that yet so that looks like it's kind of fun um, they've also got a few new modifiers. Um, they've got, I think it's called Reinforced, which um, doubles your armor. Um, and then they've got High and Low Velocity, which um, changes the speed of the bullets. High Velocity being absolutely hardcore, because it, especially when you're in close quarters combat, you know, the, the high speed of it, you've really, really got to move. But the Contracts mode, I really like, and sort of going back to the Beat Saber conversation about things that keep you coming back, I like the way it's laid out. So you have three challenges each day that you'll see. You have the daily bounty, so every day you get a new challenge. Now, with all these challenges, um, they are a random map from Pistol Whip, um, but with a, with with predefined modifiers. Right. So the one that I did last night, and I think you did today, was um, a Wild Wild West-themed map um mm-hmm. some of them are riding on horseback i had i hadn't been on pistol whip for a while so I, I hadn't played that one before 
really, really cool. And you play it with these like revolvers that have only got two bullets in the chamber. Did you say riding on horseback? Uh, the enemies are. Oh, jeez. Okay, I need to yeah, be not... paying closer attention. I'm sorry. No, no, that's cool. No, not you. That, 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 that... I missed. That would be great. Yeah, I know. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, and so you can you have to reload after every two shots, and it's like dead eye. So you have to – there's none of that um, aim assist. You have to really focus uh, where you're aiming. So that that's an example. So every day that will update, and there's a leaderboard that's associated with it. So you get given a, a ranking, and if you get in the absolute top, I think you get can get some of these like coins, um, like little medals for your yeah. achievements. Um, then they have the weekly raid. Now I do think the weekly raid might be a series of levels, but again, it changes every week. And then they have the monthly ultimatum, which is um, a big task for the month. I kind of like that because it yeah. means if you want to do a daily one, that's great. Um, that's going to have a much bigger turnover of leaderboards, so you maybe have a better chance. Um, and then the weekly and monthly. Um, means that there are going to be things that you don't miss out on if you're not on every single day so um yeah i think um it's great whether it's going to keep me back in pistol whip because i've not been on it a long time um i think if it wasn't for the heat at the moment <laughs> i would definitely be playing it a lot more because i had a i had a really good time yeah i i gotta say this was not something i anticipated enjoying um uh, because uh there's there's a community out there that absolutely loves modding everything and being and saying oh you know gordon the campaign is fine but like my favorite part is going in and like messing with all the mods and 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 just really changing the way the game is played and i'm like i don't i don't care about that like there's something about mods that i'm just like yeah i mean make it i I just want to point back to the developers and say thank you for giving us these options now you take these options and create something crafted for us with these options like say and this next level the the gravity is half and, and you're only allowed to use these weapons and and so the fact that pistol whip actually did that cloudhead games did what I wanted them to do and said, uh, and, and said for people who don't like just fucking with modifiers, we're going to fuck with the modifiers for you and then create leaderboards, uh, in, in for, for each of these challenges. And, and so that way, like I don't have to go and mess with things. I can just go and do the challenge they've created for me. And so I, yeah, so I didn't think at all that I was going to like this. And the second I jumped back in first and foremost, I remembered how much I love pistol whip. Like, mm. I think it's, I, I could be wrong. Maybe maybe everyone else out there like just says I love Pistol Whip. I'm never gonna forget how much I love Pistol Whip. But I only remember how much I love Pistol Whip when I'm playing Pistol Whip. The second I stop yeah. playing, I'm like that was all right. But while I'm playing, I'm like this is such a great feeling. I love dodging and shooting and blah blah blah. The whole thing. You do feel like uh, you know like an uh, like an action movie star. John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And uh, you can see in this footage, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth and getting creative. To, like, it's whatever, right? I'm just, I'm having fun with it. Um, I think that you've made a really good point there, Brian, about the importance of like core game design and then longevity. Because what you've spoken to is exactly why these kind of modes are important. Because when you're playing it, it feels good. The mechanics are great, yeah. but once you leave, there's nothing that stayed with you. Like you enjoyed it when you're in there, but that feeling of like, oh, I've got to go back. You know, I'd say the default for games is they feel good. Or the default of a good game is, you know, it feels good to play, but you only think about playing it when you think about playing it. Like, (laughs) oh, I might play that. But if it's got a really good, you know, it's not always about live service, but kind of that sort of behavior that there are things to come back to. um, It becomes a part of your routine and there's a reason to, to keep going back and, yeah, right. I think I, that this is I, a good step for that. 
at this point, I'll feel like I missed out on something if I don't show up in Pistol Whip tomorrow. Like, I, I'm, I'm leaving for the weekend, and before I leave, I'm going to make sure that I play tomorrow's challenge, right? Because I mm. just want to I want to see what they've got up their sleeve. I want to see what they've got planned. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, because, I'm, cause dude, I'm, I'm not the kind of person who, once I've come, like, I, I feel like I'm always in competition with myself. With Beat Saber, I just, I really just want to finish the songs and finish them, you know, like, on... Once I've beaten them on easy or medium or hard, then I want to make sure I beat them on expert. And then, of course, the big challenge for me is expert plus. I don't care really where I fall on the leaderboard itself, like, you know, in terms of like my friends or the worldwide leaderboard. That doesn't really, I know that I'm never going to be as good as like the amazing, amazing Beat Saber players out there. So when it comes to something like this, I, I play through the songs. And if I can complete them on the harder, the hardest modes, then I'm like, I've succeeded. That's as, that's as much as I care about succeeding in a game like this. And that's why that's why it's easy for me to be like, to kind of forget about it once I've played all the new songs and the new campaign and new everything. I was like, because I've completed it. I've done the thing I wanted to do. I don't care about going in and being like, oh, Rody is two slots higher than me on the ro- on the leaderboard. I need to take Rody down. That's not me at all. So so this uh, this kind of structure, this way of getting me to play again and again, for me is... This this is the way that Pistol Whip is going to stay in, uh, you know, is that this is the way it's going to kind of like become part of my routine. It's going to be a way that I I keep enjoying the game uh, past each each new uh, campaign update and each new track update. Uh, this is this just really works for me. That's great. Yeah, now it definitely makes me hopeful for uh, what what comes next because this is something they can build on again and again. And they'll also look at the engagement, not just the reaction of feedback, but they'll actually see what modes people are playing most. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't, I honestly thought I was just going to jump in and play the daily one. Uh, and then and then I ended up playing the weekly one as well. Uh, and if I had more time, I would have done the monthly one. I'll probably do the monthly one tonight before I, uh, before I finish editing tomorrow's video. Um, we do have a tip from Grizzly Bear King, $10 tip. Says, truly wish you guys would go on more channels because... No disrespect to them, even the biggest channels severely lack any VR knowledge or representation on their channels. It's kind of nuts. Um, Grizzly Bear King, make sure you, uh, if, if you're if you're a subscriber to Colin Moriarty's uh, Last Stand Media Patreon, uh, then I think I think the video I did with him this week is going up tomorrow on his Patreon. Uh, and with any luck, we'll end up on his YouTube channel soon after. Uh, but that is obviously the goal, uh, you know, spread, spreading the VR knowledge around. Uh, and, and you know, thank, shout out to all the cats out there because the cats were like, oh, this guy knows PlayStation VR, Colin, you should talk to him. Uh, so thank you guys for that. We'll try, to, we'll try to spread the knowledge around as much as we can, man. We were, we were speaking uh, behind the scenes, Brian, about the fact that although that it's getting slow on news for PSVR 2, that's sort of the calm before the storm, that yeah. it's just a good opportunity for us to get all our ducks in a row. <laughs> and, you know... You see Brian working super hard on all these videos and the sale videos especially, but constantly making this content. But it's also the stuff that's going on behind the scenes. There's a lot of getting things organized. And a part of it is, you know, making sure that we're, you know, plugged in with the community and so that when PSVR 2 comes out, we're really going to kick it off of a bang. It's going to be a great opportunity for the channel. And it's an opportunity we want to make sure we capitalize on um so yeah it's 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 a really exciting time and it's cool that we've got a team with wes with aj um and with the game cats supporting us it's it's really good so appreciate it absolutely and fat boy burning in the chat says always remember that when you're down psvr2 is mere seconds away um 
And I do, I, you know, like there, there is, I, it's, it's a good joke, and there's, and there's some good without parole um, inside jokes in in that very short comment. But, but I do, but I do think Fat Boy Vernon is one hundred percent accurate. It's, uh, I, dude, I think a lot of us suffer from you know from depression, mental health issues, and like, and some days are absolutely a struggle. But there's a part of me that's always like. It's not going to be too much longer before we actually get to play PSVR 2. This thing that we've been, you know, thinking about, dreaming about, talking about pretty much daily for the last two plus years, you know, uh, in some cases three years, uh, is finally going to be a reality. And it almost doesn't seem real because 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 we've been talking about it for so long. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, so, so, A, when you're down, don't forget PSVR 2 is coming. But also, like, don't forget that you also have, like, a lot of friends in this community. Um, and we are all from what I've seen all very much here for each other. Whenever a push comes to shove, um, I've got a few cats that I'm a little bit worried about, uh, at the moment and, and hopefully they're all doing well. So shout out to you guys. If, uh, if you've been reaching out to me and, uh, you've been having some issues, I love you guys and never hesitate to reach out to me personally. Uh, because if anyone understands depression, yep. We had John Tatum with the $5 tips. I'm so happy to spend my Friday with all of you. And it's one of those Thank days. You. So heartwarming. <laughs> Uh, Grizzly Bear King with $5 tips says, holy crap, I am. Good shit. We spammed the crap out of him on his Discord <laughs> to talk to you guys. Yay, it worked. Oh, good. So Grizzly, Grizzly Bear King was uh, was was partially responsible for... Uh, In- for intimidation tactics so are not something we actually promote. Yeah, nope. get outside the house. And just like, yeah, interview Brian. <laughs> No, it, it 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 is important though that like if there are other YouTube channels that you watch, it's not about being spammy, and um, it's not about and, and and you know people often use the term spammy just for spam's sake, but spam is like when you're changing the gear of the conversation. Like there's a time and place for saying stuff. So I remember on some YouTube channels uh, that were covering PSVR news that Brian initially reported on, and I just put in the comments saying it'd be good to give credit to PSVR about parole that found it. You know, it's, it's, it's good to, you know, stand up for the community when you can, but doing so in a way that's respectful always that comes first. Cause yeah. otherwise you're just hurting the cause. Cause then we're, we're known as, you know, are oh, that YouTube channel with the really, really <laughs> annoying viewers right. that won't leave us alone. Um, yeah, but at, you know, and by the same token, please let me know. Uh, please let me know, and please let other channels know. Like, if you think that there's somebody who's you know influential enough that could help, you know, at least educate people who are unfamiliar with VR, uh, people who are interested in VR, wh- whatever it is. If you think there's a channel out there that you think it would be beneficial if I, you know, if if I did a little guest appearance on and you know, kind of spread the PSVR love and the PSVR two love. Um, Please like let let them know and and let me know too because uh, you know without parole exists in kind of this little bubble um, for the last seven years uh, seven plus years at this point like uh, I you know I've, I've been making videos out of my tiny little apartment here in Worcester Massachusetts and that's like the extent of without parole obviously with amazing amazing help I don't want to uh, diminish you know Miles and AJ and Wes and Dave and Michelle and Jeremy and Mike's and uh, Brett and Joby's contribution. Like these are, you know, these are all people who, who helped me throughout the, the years. Um, but like, again, you know, we're, I'm doing the absolute best I can from this tiny little apartment uh, with, with a computer that's barely holding on. <laughs> so, so certainly, uh, you know, the, 
I, I exist within this tiny little bubble and I don't branch out very much and I'm, I don't watch YouTube except for retro gamers. So like if you guys, you know, ever have any advice uh, and in channels that I should be checking out that I should be, uh, you know, teaming up with uh, and, and doing some occasional guest spots or something like that or, or having them over here uh, and, you know, spread, spread the word no matter how we can do it. Just please let us know. And I will just find the ad that if you haven't already and we it is difficult times in the world at the moment with the economy and that. So, you know, I totally understand. But even if you can just put one, two dollars uh, a month on Patreon, it might not feel like a lot, but it all together, it makes a huge difference. Even I'm uh, a patron supporter of this channel. I'm also a, is it a Discord Nitro supporter? So power up the servers and stuff like that. Like, you know, we all got to do what we can. And again, if you haven't got any money uh, and aren't able to do that, just, you know, spending your time with us and hitting that like button, you know, things like that, it all makes a difference. But um, yeah, I would just say that if maybe once a month, there's like a coffee that you could maybe not get from the local store just once. Whoa, whoa, and instead whoa, just whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, like, we don't, okay. we're not asking drastic measures here. Like, I know okay, you're British, yeah. and so coffee isn't nearly yeah, my as bad. important to you. My bad. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't ever sacrifice your coffee for me, okay? Don't ever sacrifice your coffee for me. If, my if bad. You, yeah, that was, 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 was irresponsible. Sacrifice a potato if a you potato. have to. Yeah. Wes, uh, oh my, I just called you Wes. Uh, Miles, we need to move on. What day is it today? We need to move on to our next news story. It's not Wesner's day. It, it is I love not. Wesner's day. It's Fry. It's fr- Miles Dyer day. Die day. Die day. No, die day. Somebody, horrible. somebody had a good one. They, they messed. They, me- they meshed Friday with Miles or Dyer. Or Two Y's Friday. I forget what it was now. <laughs> I don't know. See, I got to copy and paste these things because I'm going to forget them the second somebody says them. But it was really good. Whatever it was, please post it in the chat if you're here. Uh, whoever you were. All right, man. We had another game to come out. Uh, another game update come out this week, and it was Jai fucking Gantic update. A lot yeah. of stuff going on over on Zenith. Uh, Miles, while I bring up the new, uh, some, some we're going to need play- a bigger boat, Brian. <laughs> we're going to need a bigger boat for this update. Well, I'm going to bring up some footage of you and I playing uh, playing oh, the update no. yesterday. Oh, oh no, man! Oh man! Not, Is it uh, me doing the YMCA? Did you get that, or did that not make the cut? No, it didn't make the cut. No, because oh, well, we <laughs> have come on and I'll perform it for them if they join again. Yeah. Dude, we so first of all, right? So so Miles and I are like, well, we got to talk about this uh, celestial. What's it called? Celestial what? The celestial. I, uh, the Celestial Throne. Did you just make that up? Is that real? Is that really what it's called? I did make it up, but it's also what it's called. Oh, good. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> celestial Throne. Uh, yeah, so we, you know, you and I were both excited to get back into this. Uh, I was a huge, huge fan of Zenith uh, when it came out. I think oh, my was... God. You've got your quest entries open the whole time. Oh, oh I turn them off eventually, I think. Okay, yeah, because I used to do that as well. Every time you log on, it resets, and it's like, whoa. Right. Oh, God. It's almost as high as the tower you've got to climb. <laughs> looking at the clouds, the quest so, list. <laughs> so the, there's a ton of there's a ton of things uh, involved in this update, right? So uh, and and we'll get to the other things that were added, but we're gonna have to kind of like read through the 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 article by the Zenith devs um, to kind of tell you about them because when Miles and I were like we're gonna talk about this on tomorrow's show, we jumped in and we immediately headed toward the big celestial tower, like the big new addition. Uh, and uh and in holy crap we spent a lot of fucking time falling 
Look at us with our waist in the in in the platforms, just uh, like cut off. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, look, we we I think we are mainly going to talk about our experience doing this platform thing. But let's first go through what the update is. I'll, I'll first quickly just go through what the new features are, and then we can go through the new content. Um, so the new features are there's going to be instant dungeons and raids. So parties of agents can now test their metal in instant dungeons and raids. Um, current dungeons require four-person parties and raids require eight. Uh, and the next feature is not enough players in your party. They've got matchmaking now. Our new matchmaking system allows you to queue for dungeons alone or with a party that is under the size limit. You'll be matched with other players and then your c- complete party will join the dungeon together, which is a great function. Um They've also got roulettes and roulette rewards. So roulettes provide a way to get extra rewards for playing random dungeons and raids. Join a roulette to be placed with other players in a random dungeon. In addition to the original rewards, you'll gain bonus rewards for participating via roulette. Uh, Daily and weekly dungeon rewards. That goes without saying. Daily and weekly quests. So certain NPCs now offer quests once a day and once a week with special rewards. Um, Headgear. So the headgear... Uh, there's there's now headgear with stats that are not just cosmetic. Um, it's available for multiple armor sets. Uh, they've got item levels and infusions. So armor and weapons still have a level which determines uh, whether you can equip it at your level. Now they also have an item level or an ill <laughs> which contributes to their effectiveness. Enhancement stations now have an infusion option that lets you increase the item level of a specific piece of endgame gear that can only be used that can only be found in raids. Uh, they've got left-handed controls now. That's good. Uh, new AI and combat mechanics. Um, so, And I definitely noticed that even in the opening. I was saying, oh, wow, some of these basic enemies are attacking me in new ways. So, um, yeah, they have, like, bullet hell. So some enemies can now rapidly fire projectiles, which is good fun. Um, yeah. So that that's just the features. On top of that, do you want to go through the content Brian, have you got it loaded in front? Oh, yeah, you, yeah. you actually got it on screen. Yeah, yeah. Get it on screen. Let's go. Let's go through it. Oh, you want me to go uh, through it? I can. I can bring yeah, it. You go yeah, you absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. New content. We're excited to bring you six new instance dungeons to the game in a plethora, plethora of new quests. It's been a while, so maybe uh, here we go. Instance artifact dungeons. Ooh, so yeah, the du- dungeons are the four-player things. Yeah. My duct tape just fell off the wall, meaning my uh, PlayStation camera is about to fall off my ceiling. Don't tell anybody. Uh, (laughs) Everything's duct taped together over here. Um, Yeah, four-person instanced artifact dungeons, Forsaken Reliquary. Uh, I'm not going to read through the descriptions of each of these. The Seething Depths, the Vault of the Ancients, and then there's eight-person raids, the Infernal Core, the Pillar of the Architect, uh, the Delified Gardens, Defiled Defiled Sorry, I'm re- yeah. my screen's way too small. Um, but also, right, del- delified, yeah, yeah. also, also, delified sounded like a word to me when I said it out loud. Is that delified is, that, is a better name? They should have gone with that. Yeah, that's what, that's what happens when you add uh, pastrami and roast beef to your sandwich. You delify it. Um, the delified guardians. It should have been called, but right. you know, we can't have it all. <laughs> <laughs> I do. There's, there's so much stuff here. We could we could read this all yeah. day long. Uh, and, and there's just a ton of improvements too to to the systems, to the features, uh, and, and even since you and I played it yesterday, Miles, we've got all these resolved issues that uh, there's, there's been a hot fix, and so lots of uh, lots of changes going on over here in, in Zenith. Um, 
let's but so we so we specifically though let's let's get back to let's get back to what we did yesterday our goal well, yeah and, be, and actually before we do that just a yeah. quick question brian for some context i'd love to know what your original thought was of zenith just to recap like when you first played it terrible game. and then to get, <laughs> and, and then go into what well you've answered it there if that was your answer then the question of like what made you stop playing it so yeah yeah what did you make of zenith and then why did you stop playing it Dude, I loved Zenith from the second I stepped into it. I couldn't believe how magical it was, how well everything just worked. Um, sure, you know, there were obviously some, like, a lot of crashing issues and, uh, and and just certain bugs here or there. But for the most part, everything just worked. You walked into a shard and, like, here are your friends and, or people you don't know. Crossplay is working. Uh, chat is just working perfectly. You know, proximity chat is on. We created guilds. That all just worked. Uh, you know, and then, and then of course the VRAF elements are, are my favorite part where you're climbing things and, and, and using the zip lines and, and doing the T pose to, to glide around the environments. Like it all just felt great. Yes. It's a shallow MMO, but like all MMOs are shallow when they start. And, and this is, this is proof that they're just going to keep going. Why did I stop? is because I have to cover like other VR, I have to cover other VR games, right? And it's like, I got, I got my review done and, uh, you know, and, and it seemed like the updates were a little bit, uh, a little ways out. And this tells me when I, when I jumped in yesterday, this told me I shouldn't have stopped. Like I wasn't ready to stop. I wasn't at the point where a lot of other people were, where they're like, we've done everything there is to do. And now we're going to, and now we're going to stop playing because we played it for 150 hours, 200 hours. Uh, and, uh, and we're going to wait for an update. We're done, but there's nothing else for us to do. I'm, I'm not nearly at that point. And so I shouldn't have stopped. I should not have, you know, th- this is a game that I should be going in every single day and being like, just level up one more time before I go to bed, one more time before I go to bed, that kind of thing. And so I shouldn't have stopped. Uh, although there were a couple of bugs, you know, that, that made cooking really difficult for me, uh, as a, um, essence mage, I, I kept throwing fireballs when i was trying to you know grab carrots or whatever the hell it is and uh and so thing you know there were there were some rough spots but overall it was me it, it, it's not you it's me um that, that's the feeling <laughs> and and I, and I and i think you're somewhat similar right are you, are you in kind of the same boat as me yeah i i, I absolutely love the game it, it actually came out at a time that was quite important for me because it was when i was quite unwell from november till like march of this year and i was just stuck in recovering horrible illness and it was a great game that i could just dive into whether sitting down or standing up it gave me a bit of exercise and stuff having a great social space the 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 music on the main menu just makes me feel pumped every time i hear it i just love it it's proper proggy really really great but yeah i love the game i sunk tens hundreds of hours into it um the reason i stopped was because um I think there was just a few factors. Um, I think it got really too grindy towards the end game mm-hmm. where, and, and, and then they did fix this uh, after I'd gone through those moments of grinding where they added more quests. So, cause what would happen is you'd complete the quests and then you still didn't have enough XP to then go on to the next ones. Oh, so you right. then had to like yep. do grinding in the meantime, they fixed that. But then um, they did that massive update and I just grinded all of like the items you needed for like the legendary armor and they removed that armor from the game and they put new ones in. And there was no way to like get back those rare elements back. I would have had to like grind everything from scratch again. And it was kind of like just sometimes in games when there's a mechanic that's brought in that throws you off. Sometimes there's just this motivation in your brain that snaps. And I was like, 
well, screw this then. Like, I just, like, my interest in the game just disappeared. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to come back when there's much more. Basically, the only thing left for me to do in that game was to do all these other quests for XP that I didn't really need because I'd maxed out my character. And it was just to grind for armor and weapons, which in my mind, by the time I've grinded for that again, tens of hours, they're probably going to change it again. So for me, it was like, I will come back when there is lots of more new content. And which takes us to what we did uh, yesterday. Uh, was it yesterday? Was it the day before? This week. Um, and yeah, we were climbing this ridiculous tower. Like when we first came into the map right at the beginning, we could see it in the sky and we thought, oh, it's just over there. Yeah. And so we went through some air vents, got to the really high bit and we were like, actually, no, yeah. it's the fractured planes, other, right? It's we, so, we it's so in, big. Like, it's, it's actually the other side of the map. It's so far away. Yeah. 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 And so we teleported, we got there. And what I love about this is with the exception of stamina, which you get from collecting crystals, um, this is something you can do with people of any level for the most part. Uh, some of the later bits, you are going to need better stamina, but um, it's not like it's not gated, at least where we got to, by um, you know enemies of a certain level. So any one of all levels can give it a go and... Um, Someone in the chat said Miles can reopen his smoothie stand. Yeah, I haven't actually gone back into the cooking yet. I'd love to try that and make sure it's not glitched. Cooking is amazing in this game. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of platform jumping, a lot of climbing. You and I, dude, palms sweaty, mum's spaghetti. Uh, it was nerve-wracking, wasn't it? I don't like heights, Miles. I don't like heights at all. Um, the first time I went back to Six Flags, and uh, I think it was, oh, it was during the GameCat meetup. I remember I was sitting, uh, we were waiting in line for the Superman ride. There are all these like cats around, um, you know, like uh, people who I didn't want to make a fool of myself in front of. Uh, Jeremy King uh, was like, all right, man, he's like, we're going to ride together. And dude, I was sitting with Jeremy in the Superman ride cart, right? And we're, we're there, the dude puts the bar down and I, my heart is racing. My knees are shaking and I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I've done it like a hundred times before, but every time I sit in there for the first time, like, you know, when I haven't done it for six months, it, it I feel like I'm going to die. Like that, that's in the line to the roller coaster and then sitting down in it. Like that's before like anything happens. Right. And ne never mind the first ascent that is like what feels like 4,000 feet in the air. Uh, it's like right now I'm holding on to my desk just thinking about it because this is how much like heights get to me. You would think that in VR, <laughs> something like this, where it's like it's very cartoony, right? Very anime inspired. Uh, and, and especially in this, there's literally 30 polygons on the screen at a time. You know, there's, there's, there's platforms that move back and forth. There's windmills. There's uh, just like little things here and there that you have to climb. And dude, the further you get into it... Uh, the more stressful it gets. And, and, and there were moments where I had to make a jump. I had to glide. I had to grab a zip line. I had to land on platforms. And I was just, before I allowed myself to do it, before I made the jump, I was just holding on for dear life, like kind of not completely crouching on my floor, but certainly sweating from head to toe. My knees were shaking and just kind of like half curled up while standing in a fetal position. Like, what the hell is going on? Like I, this is, I, I've certainly, I've played games like Windlands. I've played, you know, uh, Ace Combat 7. I've played plenty of games with heights 
And dude, just knowing that the consequence for falling in this is pretty severe because you're climbing for 45 minutes right. without checkpoints. Like, it almost felt like I might as well die because I'm not doing this shit again. <laughs> so, and that's such a great point because when we think of virtual reality and there's games where you're looking off a massive mountain, you're like, well, I know it's not real. If I fall off, it's going to be fun. Yep. So what is the counter to that to make you feel the fear? It's consequence. Well, there's no consequence of death in in virtual reality but the consequence of undoing all that work of getting up there um and i said to you at the time that it the the only other time i'd felt this way with a climbing mechanics was in rec room when they built they brought in the climbing mechanics in that game and there was a creator's map where they had this massive wall like these mountains and me and a friend did it it took us like half an hour to get to the top and when we were just near the top i fell off and screamed for like whatever five minutes it took to hit the ground, uh, and I was, and then he made it. Um, and I, I really felt that way with this. I've actually like I didn't send you this. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it on my phone, but I've just taken a photo yesterday with my bare feet in the game. <laughs> I was like on this vine looking down because when you're on the ropes, your feet are obviously either side of the rope. It's not very good, but on that, you're looking down. It's like your feet are just you're you're sort of sh- shimmying a- a- along. And there's just a lot of great mechanics. Um, but the thing that we found was, and unfortunately to um, Brian's peril, was there was a bit where you get to the actual fortress and there's a chain that you climb. Yeah. And he was like, oh, actually, the chain, it goes up to a brick wall. I can just do that. So he did it. But they changed it so when you're on the brick wall, the stamina drains really quickly. And I think that's perhaps something they've implemented for a while now in the game where, you know, when you're climbing a ladder, maybe your stamina doesn't go down at all now or very little. Whereas if you're on certain surfaces, that's going to cane your, um, your 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 stamina even more. Um, but what I also liked was when one of us fell, the other could proceed because you're leading the way and you're still having to be quite cautious because you're learning about it. Right. And the other one of us was able to catch up um, for the most part. But um, I had to learn how to fly again. And this was the best way to learn because it just felt so consequential <laughs> each time of... Um, you know, there's that bit where you're going up in the in the um, rifts uh, that sort of go up and then you have to grab the, um, the, the zip lines and we'd be sort of flying around it waiting for our stamina to build up. And when you fell down, you're like quickly going down to the, uh, the rift again to get the energy back. And um, knowing that if you miss any of that, you're going right back down to the bottom. So I definitely think we should do a GameCat meetup and we should just have an army of us doing it together. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd be totally down to do it. Uh, And and of course, there's so many other things to explore in this update. This was just the one thing that we had focused on. And after an hour and a half of trying and failing over and over and over and following, and and, and of course, there's not, there's more to it. Um, I, I, I do feel like the platforms are a little glitchy, right? You'll land on a mm. platform and you'll be like kind of halfway through. Uh, you'll, you know, sometimes you can grab onto it. Sometimes you can't. I feel like, I feel like the mechanics in Zenith, as much as I love this game and as much as I love those mechanics, they're not refined in the way that they need to, in order to be able to really deliver this as a solid experience. I, 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 I was, I thought this was really cool. And like, oh, the, just getting to this dungeon is a challenge in itself but i found i found myself being like this is i'm i'm every time i fell i felt like i was falling for 
it wasn't my fault. So it was something that the game did, or or how how come this up? I'm 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 circling around this updraft, and I'm not regaining my stamina. Or I reached out and I grabbed this chain, but like, well, the game didn't register it, so here I go, I fall now, you know, it, or or whatever. And there's there there was a lot of small things like that. And plus, you and I both had a hard crash each, uh, where like the game literally you know shut down and uh, and we had to start over. Uh, both of us inexplicably just got reset to the beginning of the level at one point. Uh, and so, and, and, they, and there are just, uh, there's other hazards to worry about other than the, the climbing stuff. Like there, there's electricity that, that goes bzz, 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 and then, and then rescinds and gives you like eight seconds to get past. Yeah. It. See, we've counted it. <laughs> it, it, it. And we've done it so many times that like, you know, like, okay, well, like what, there, there's the electric bolt. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Climb, 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 climb. Like, it's in, in, and I, and I do like it. I think it's a lot of fun, but I also don't think that, uh, that the mechanics are, are solid enough to really, and, may, and you know, maybe it's better on quest. Maybe the move controllers have something to do with it. Who knows? But, and I'd love to hear from the cats because this was my experience and I, and I'd like to hear from the cats. Anyone who's tried this section, like, did you find it to be fair? Did you find it to be fun? Like, what was your reaction? Um, because I want to complete this and I want to get there because now they've implemented a checkpoint so that when you get there, uh, you can fast travel there. Um, and that, I think that was, an re- I think that was an update they added today. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Cause I was wondering about that. Um, yeah, the whole thing about being fair, I think is such a, a good one because I always, um, refer to Hugo Martin, who's the game director or, or artist and creative director at id software where he was making doom and doom eternal. And he always talks about the philosophy of good game making, which is if you're going to make something difficult, it's got to be difficult, but well-crafted and executed in a way that if the player fails, Mm -hmm. they know they failed because of them, not because something cheap happened or there was a mechanic glitch or even that the game is just inherently unfair. Because if the player's like, I messed, that was totally on me. I'll do better next time. And I think that quite often that's like, you know, why a lot of the from software games that are incredibly difficult are satisfying because you know that the maps are what they are and you've just got to, you've got to master it. And yeah, the platforms you're kind of, you know, getting thrown about a lot and you're having to do a lot of mitigation. And to be honest, if the game had crashed one more time, I would have turned it off and said, I'm not coming back to this game for months. Um, You know, yeah, um, super because, stressful. Because put in all that work, and then, and then just be like, "Oh crap, okay." So, but it, well, the thing I will say though is, once you get up to the fort, it feels as though it's it's a checkpoint in the sense that if you fall on any of the obstacles, you can sort of glide back down to the middle of the fort and start again. Um, that's no guarantee. Um, <laughs> I definitely fell off completely yep. uh, at one point, but then I, I'm glad it does kind of have those reset moments where you do have a new place that you can fall down to. But I think we made it like halfway. <laughs> it was remarkable. So crazy. But I'm definitely interested in in getting back in there and spending some time leveling up and it con- you know conquering some of the areas that I haven't conquered yet. Like I by no means have I completed everything that this game has to offer. So if anyone's interested in getting in there and playing some more, uh, sadly I'm gone for the weekend. I apologize. And if you guys missed yesterday's show, um, just a reminder that uh, there won't be a show on Monday. Because uh, because I will not be back from my mini vacation in time for the show, um, but it came at the perfect time, so it's not a big deal. Uh, hopefully, it's not a big deal to you guys either. Thank you very much for your anticipated cooperation, <laughs> Miles. Are you ready 
for some PSP yes, 20 Brian. questions. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Guys, you know how this works. I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock. Clock up on the counter the way that Jeremy likes it. And Miles is going to... By the have- way, last week, last week was really good fun, but what a headache. What was last week? What, what did we do last week? I, we keep mixing things up. What is it? What was it? We did 20 questions, but we both had 20 <laughs> questions. We both and had 20 questions chat, at the same time. It would have only have worked if we had on screen the answers and like a table, like so there was a visual. Um, that was what a lot of the feedback was because people were like, I can't remember what was for what. And then also everyone was just talking about pizza, weren't they? And... Um, what else are they talking about? Oh, oh, I'm not mentioning it, but the certain game. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't don't the don't other even, game. Don't even mention that. Uh, yeah, dude. I like mixing up 20 questions. This is this is the this is the easy way to do it. This is the staple way to do it. And so uh, so we're gonna we're gonna do it nice and easy today. But man, I I love when we get the cats involved. I love when the chat is uh, participating in 20 questions. And I and I do think that when you and I were playing 20 questions against each other simultaneously, um, I've realized that I've only got three brain cells left, and they don't multitask well so uh but we'll, we'll we'll keep mixing it up man we want to keep making this thing fun oh for sure wes has just joined thanks wes for coming by hope you're always well buddy uh and also yeah smash the like button we're at 97 what? nowhere near the 250 i know come on guys 127 of you are watching come on we can get there guys we can get to 150 if everyone come. smashed that like button oh, but no. anyway guys let's go all right, man, I'm putting six minutes up on the clock. You guys in the chat, make sure you help Miles out because this is, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think we're on, I don't think this is hard mode. I think I think this is, this is this might even be easy mode. Uh, so if you lose, I it's going to so be toasty super right embarrassing. Now. Yep. My brain is fried after this week and this heat, so I'm going to need all the help I can get. Right. Here we go. Any market set, go. Um, does it, does it? No. Does it use analog sticks? No, it does not. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Um so it's the move controller. Um got that right. Um Oh, you know what? Dude, I said no. I said no. It, it's it's a yes. Yes, it uses analog sticks. I'm, I'm dude, I'm oh so sorry. Oh my god. I, I, can, can, can I start over. start the timer over? <laughs> no, no, we'll keep going. We'll just remember that it's the, when it's I It's the first question. I've already AJ'd the fuck out of this so game. It, so it uses it uses analog sticks, okay. It uses analog sticks. Wow. Okay, I'm going to pay attention, I swear. Does it use um, the aim controller? No. Okay, so it's just the dual. Oh no, it could also be the move off. Dual shot. All right. Um, um, can you drive vehicles in it? Uh, no, I don't remember doing so. No. <laughs> Everyone's calling me out. Brian's Does it take place? In the real world, as in planet Earth. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. a pretty real world. Yeah, pretty real Earth. Um, is it a shooting game? You can shoot. You can shoot. I okay. would not. I would not call it a shooting game. Okay, but you can shoot. Um, that's fine, by the way. That's fine. Um, would you say it's a good game? I would. I would say it's a good game. Okay. Um, does it have... We've talked about it being in the real world, but um, is it is it realistic graphics? Yeah, that's what they're yeah. going for, is realism, yep. 
Yeah, realism. Okay. Um. So yeah, guys, uh, it uses the dual shock. Um. Uh, there's no vehicles. Real world realism. You can shoot, although it's not a necessarily a shooting game. And it's a good game. It's a good game. Um. Would it be a top twenty-five game? It would be a top twenty-five game. It, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did it, did it come out, um, did it come out since the start of the pandemic? Yes. Yes, it did. I just find that's an easy, like a easier thing than using years. Like what, <laughs> what date did the pandemic start on? Yeah, no, it definitely did. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, Do you have arms in it, or yeah? Do you just because we think about floating at hands? Do you have do you have arms in it? You do have arms. You do have arms in it. Okay. Yeah. Does it have multiplayer? No, no, no multiplayer. No. Um. By the way, that was 11. Does it have full locomotion? Yes. Does have full locomotion. Good question, Roy Schwartz. Good question. Is it based in the present day? Yeah, I don't think there's anything uh, that would keep it from being called that. Um, are there, are there puzzle elements to it? I, I would say so. Yes. Puzzle elements. Yeah. Okay. Quick recap, everyone, although we're running short at home. So it uses the dual shock, no vehicles, real world realism. You can shoot, although it's not primarily a shooting game. It's a good game. Top 25 game. Uh, it's been out since the start of the pandemic. You can see your arms in it. There's no multiplayer, uh, full locomotion, uh, yeah, present day, and there are puzzle elements. Um, have they made? Have have these developers made other games in PSVR? Uh, not in PSVR. No, that's fifteen. And I, and I am going to give you an extra thirty seconds on the clock because I screwed up the first question. Just a reminder for the chat: it's realism. It's realism. Um, Minute and a half, uh, five questions left. Is it also playable on flat screen? Yes, it is. Is it a stealth game? You could definitely play it with stealth, yeah. Um, can you hit a man in it? Uh, you You could hit a man, yeah. Could you hit a man three times in it? You you could hit a man three times in it if you wanted to. One question left, Miles. It doesn't sound like you're going down the right track, though. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it Hitman 3? It 
is Hitman 3 with four seconds okay. left in the very last question. <laughs> also, shout out to Bargelsoft. He was the first one I saw personally in the chat that had that nailed it uh, about 10 questions ago. So good job, Bargelsoft. And good job, Maybe another thing I wasn't getting down the right track. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what my favorite bit of 20 questions is when people start doing the bold questions of like, I know this, I'm going to have some fun with this. Right. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Uh, if Hitman is not a shooter, Brian just AJ'd his answers. I, Hitman is absolutely not a shooter. And, but in fact, that is, that is the last thing you should be doing in Hitman. If you don't have to, that game is all about stealth. That game is all about, uh, finding solutions other than shooting people, choking them out, and uh, and hiding the bodies. Uh, I would absolutely and it's all not about call hitting a man shooter. three times. Yeah. It, it, it is. It is. That's if the you, main mechanic. If you only hit a man twice, you don't get the full story, which is which That's is unfortunate. It. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Say, Miles, obviously, thank you very much. Is there, dude? Before before we get out of here, is there anything important or anything great or anything special happening over on the official Miles Dyer channel on YouTube uh, coming up anytime soon? So I missed my show on Wednesday again, so it has been moved, like last week, to Saturday. So tomorrow, if you are about uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific time, head on over to youtube.com forward slash miles. Going to be doing a live show. Uh, it's all about great ways to relax and chill, and we'll be doing the uh, the regular game. Um, a lot of game cats have really been enjoying it, tuning in. It's always good to see you. So, yeah, uh, tomorrow head on over it'd be great to see you there excellent that's good to hear uh we want to give a quick shout out also you know of course to all the people who help this channel run uh just the, the over on discord and over here on youtube the, the moderators are doing amazing work making my life easy we appreciate you guys doing uh, everything you do for me every single day um and uh and of course dude i mean all, all the cats out there is we got, we got Jamie out who uploads this thing to podcast services of your choice every single episode. We got uh, we got Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry who he's the reason that there's timestamps in this because there's no way I would do I would do that on my own. Um, all the dude, all the cats out there who Looper the Underground Game Cat with a two euro says it's Fry Dyer two Ys Fry Dyer Fry two two. I don't know Looper. Also, it was good running into Looper uh, during the uh, when we were playing Zenith yesterday. Uh, I, I sadly I had to abandon him the fourth time I fell off the tower. Uh, Five dollars from uh, wait a minute, where did the uh, where did the thingamabob go? Oh crap! I copied and pasted, but it didn't copy and paste properly. Jay blast me the abbreviated dreams cat with the five dollar tip says BP. That must be me, Brian Paul. For your mini vacay, enjoy a thing that you enjoy that only costs five dollars. Hooray! Ooh, I'm gonna get an extra awesome coffee uh, because of genetic blasphemy on my little vacay away. Uh, thank you so much. And of course, while it is now a game cat, specifically a white tiger with the Canadian $2 tip says, sorry, I'm late. LOL. You made up for it. Uh, guys, so thank you to everybody who tipped during the show. Thank you to everybody who uh, supports us. Patreon.com slash without pro games. Don't forget to come join our discord server. You can, uh, you know, hang out with all the coolest cats, find out the PSVR one and two released calendars. I think that's the thing. Uh, also, you know, hang out in voice chat, $3 on patreon.com slash without pro games. Just saying, uh, and of course, everybody who sits back and watches the show doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. We love you just as much. Did Man. you like the show today, Brian? I didn't. As in, did you did you hit the like button? I've yeah. just done it now. I forgot to. Why don't yeah. I, well, I don't want to lie to us, Miles? The last thing I would want to do is is lie to us. And, and, and okay, if you like didn't it. like it, click like. If, if I didn't, didn't like if it, I, if I didn't really like it, um, okay, just yeah. neutral then. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't actually, know. I'm gonna. I'll take mine off as well. Actually. 
how did how, how did we do? Did we did, was was it a good show? Should, should should I like it? I thought it was a good show. I thought okay. it was really good. All right, I clicked like. I mean, right. heating wise, I am. I need a drip tray on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating so much. It's horrible, but um, I can't wait to run out that door and just yeah, open all the windows and let all the flies in again. Um, <laughs> what a great way to end the show for real. Honestly, uh, everyone, it's always an absolute pleasure hanging out with you on Fridays. Um, Really, really good fun. Uh, So thanks for tuning in. And be good to yourselves at the weekend. And uh, we will see you around. Absolutely. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. And uh, again, sorry we won't see you on Monday. But we will see you very shortly after that. Love you so much. Don't forget to check out Colin's show this weekend. Wait, how's it go? Right here. Boom. Yeah, I had no idea that Atmos VR was rating the show out of 10. He gave us an 8.375647 out of 10. Um, wow. Yeah. That's correct. an improvement, actually. Yeah. Was, Last I, I, time it was uh, 0.218 or 7 less, I think. Yeah, I was confused. So, yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought he was hooking us up with his phone number. I was like, it's snuggle time, everybody. Braxbro said it was okay, but then you did 20 questions and it was better. Okay. Be triple with sweating. Or, or just dripping. For some unknown reason, which would be, which would, I don't know, maybe not be family friendly content, I suppose. I don't know. Or, or maybe you need some azithromycin to clean, to clear that up, bud. Been there. We understand. Have a good weekend, everybody. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs>